0: Cubbies Across the Pond, the show that brings you the lighter way to enjoy Cubs baseball from across the pond. With your hosts from the Twitter world, Michael and Joe. Happy St. Patrick's Day to everyone. It is a lovely afternoon here where I am sitting, and the Cubs are currently 7 and 5 with a couple of jaws thrown in there. So let's go down to the show. On this edition of the show, I will break down and my initial reactions to Chris Bryant's interview with Gordon Whitemire. The good, the bad, and the ugly of the Chicago Cubs this spring training. My player, who I think is sneaking into the Chicago Cubs lineup for opening day. Firstly, when it comes to addressing Chris Bryant, I have always had a massive thing for Chris Bryant. Um, his his rise with the Chicago Cubs the second round draft pick of the Chicago Cubs, when he rose up in 2015 winning Rookie of the Year. 2016, I believe he did win um, the National League MVP, winning the World Series with these Cubs. He is a player that is always going to be remembered in the Chicago Cubs history. And I understand um, his frustrations that he could be having. But... Um, but also he's he's gotten older his his life um expect his his life view on life has completely changed so it came out uh the the other day uh with Chris Bryant having an interview with Gordon wittemeyer about his thoughts and feelings with the Chicago Cubs and what's happening and for me it was very much it was interesting listen um i think for once he finally got out there and he got to tell his facts of the story he, there has been reports there has been rumours about him and it must be frustrating he didn't what well, he played i think just under 40 games this past season he's had injuries he's he can't. He hasn't been the player he's he's needed to be, and I, I can understand that frustration. Um, so the, the the things that pop off with me about this interview were how he uh, there was the comments in January that came out on the Barstool Sports Red Lamb Radio. Um, and there was lots of noise with the Cubs going on. And and it was like Chris Bryant did say at times, no. It really got to me sometimes, this stuff I was hearing. Now, I'm somebody um, who, who uses this Twitter page to say things that my thoughts are feeling on Chris Bryant. Because I am a fan. I, I, I invest into the Cubs. So I, I feel like I do have that chance to have that perspective into a player. Now, I've, I have seen stuff. I, I've never done this myself, but I have seen people rip into Chris Bryant. He hasn't produced the numbers that we expected from him. We thought he was going to be the next big thing in baseball. We thought he could be hitting the the top-of-the-range chart numbers of a third baseman. And, and they, their numbers haven't happened. His swing had to change and everything like that. But this is a man now who's completely changed his outlook to baseball. When he quoted yesterday that he still hasn't, he still hasn't a no shit mentality. Fair enough. I don't think that's a negative. I, I've seen negativities about it, people saying it, but I agree. I think he has to hit that point. He he came in to this Cubs side with Joe Madden, and Joe Madden at this time was getting the Cubs players loose. was very good at this, and they were doing things with the road trips and the different. Spontaneousness of this, but was it was it effective at the time? Yeah, I think it kept the players loose. But Chris Brown was young; he needed to be loose. He he states that he doesn't care about arbitration and getting all this money. He he wants to have that feeling of being a kid again. And I think with all this off season and the rumours and escalating, it's messed him up in his game. Truthfully, I think this this uh spring training his numbers haven't been the best but i think his fielding is getting better i think he's developing his own game his own way it's something that david ross would get him to do and and hopefully he finds his way um i don't think i think he will stay i generally after hearing that interview when it comes to the off season if we still got him i think he will stay with the cubs he 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 has that love to the game. I found it interesting with that uh, interview. If you haven't heard it yet, check it out. Because what he says, is, it's, it's more of the man coming out. And I think it was just important for the people who haven't heard it to go out and listen and check it out. It, it's, for me, it was something that needed to be heard. I think we need to have that address from him and to have that and speak openly to the fans about how he feels it, it, it it's very good I think this is a new this is what's changing with baseball I think players are having more of a mouthpiece to how they feel and I think it's actually going to change the game of baseball in the good with, especially with how Chris Bryant's opened up about this I can't wait to see what the future holds for him when looking at the good the bad and the ugly of the Chicago Cubs spring training. I think it's positive that we look at what's good. We're not looking as terrible as I thought we would so far. Our pitching is good. I think as a team, we're looking good. I think think currently we started off quite hot. And I think other teams that we were playing with didn't have that urgency that other teams did. But overall, I think we have been good. I think as well, I'm being a bit cheeky, I'm adding another another positive in there, is the players who I thought were a bit, who I'd never expected to do well in this stage of things, have been coming out a little bit. Ian Miller's done his job and I'll maybe speak about him in a bit um and 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 players like that where they 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 don't really have a chance you look at them on paper they haven't got a chance but they're coming out they're doing their job and i think that is what is in positive thing to see uh the bad thing right now I, i'm i'm looking at Bote. i've i've always liked Bote, um but his numbers Apart from the White Sox game, he he struggled. He has been a real struggle for this team. Um, and, and he's not always going to be producing the numbers that you expect from a player in that position. I think it is... Sometimes in baseball, you get names of, of the greats. You get your harpers and uh, trouts and people like that who are going to produce great things. And Bowie have never... Ever will be that player. <laughs> of course he won't. But he, he's he hes there and he's always clutch. And I'm just waiting for him to be that guy again. And I'm worried that with what I've seen, he hasn't hit that yet. And and what's ugly is some of the injuries that are popping up. I think it's good we're getting them out of the way. But Nico's having his back strain. I'm hoping he's coming back before opening day. I think he is now. Baez with that hit by a pitch the other week, which messed him up. And and the, the issue is, if these players are getting these knocks, now will they be warmed up for for the for April and the rest of the season? Will will they are they are they, are they, are they losing that chunk of time to actually prepare themselves mentally and physically? And that, that's what's scaring me a little bit. When it comes to uh, this spring training, a lot of our outfielders um, have a, been a little bit cold. I think most of the Cubs players they're struggling a little bit behind the behind the plate. Thank God <laughs> for Mister Jock Peterson. What he's been on a nice little streak. What I think he's on five home runs now about ten RBIs, he's slashing through on this poem plate. And he and he's got the fire and I hope I hope it stays and I hope it doesn't fizzle out before the season starts or people understand how to pitch against him. I hope we get a little bit of this magic um for opening day and for the season. But there's somebody else I wanna highlight who's out in the outfield that I think should sneak it who personally if I was Ross I'd be sneaking him in. To our team, and I think he would balance the Chicago Cubs for this upcoming season. And, and he's an he's an outfielder. His name's Ian Miller. Um, and he, he's a, he's an older man. He's he's twenty nine. Um, so he's, he's, he's in that age range for baseball players where it is a bit older. But his his role is speed. He's he's not gonna be hitting. 40 home runs, 30 home runs. He won't do that. Um, he, I think he played one game for us last year. Um, then got released for free agency. Then we re-picked him up again. Um, he opted out, I think, and then we re-picked him up. But he, he is our fast player. And for baseball, I think it's one of them, it's, it's a thing that's it's dying out of baseball, is speed. Um, just with, with everything that's happening with the pitchers and everything like that. Weirdly, the quicker you are in baseball, the slower it makes the game. And I think MLB is sort of killing off the speed style of uh, baseball. Now, Ian Miller, I think, has had about five at-bats. He's recorded, I think he's recorded two hits, one walk, and he's had a strikeout. That's not too bad, but it is what he does on the base paths. He, he is pretty much going to be stealing for us. He's going to come off the bench and he's going to be running in for people. He's got four stolen bases so far this spring training in five attempts. And that's ten, I think that's in the probably about the 10 games he's played. That's numbers we need. We're having an issue with men in with scoring runs from running position. So if we've got somebody on second, he could he could run and get third, you know. And 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 it's it's ninety feet, and we've got that psychological advantage which we weirdly really, we need. If you're a pitch and you're facing the Cubs, you've got a man on second. You sort of go, okay, they ain't going to do much because we've been one of the worst teams with men in scoring position. You've then. Well, we've got Cameron Maben, who's on the bench, who's probably actually gonna be making this roster over Miller. But Cam Maben, what? He's he's got eight strikeouts in fifteen at bats. He's I think he's batting one thirty-three right now. It's not the best. Jake Marisnik is our fourth outfielder, but he's only he's had his calf strain, it's limited him. With these two happening, with these two, I think it is the safe bet Ian Miller comes on this team, even if it is what we're waiting out for Marisic to get off uh, the aisle. Even if it is we're waiting for Cam Mabon to improve. I think M- Ian Miller has to make it in this team. He, has su- he surprised me. I think it's a spark. that That's what he brings to this team. And he's not going to be... Somebody we expecting to be good. But he's just a difference maker, and that's what you need sometimes in baseball. Um he's he I think he was originally drafted by Seattle. Probably back in like 2013. He's never been that player that everyone knows. I think he, if he's on your team, you know about him. I've used him a couple of times for him will be the show, but it's just for speed. <laughs> and that's that's how we gotta look at things sometimes. I think we we need a game changer. And I think that is what he will bring for us. Uh, I just wanna say thank you if you have made it this far into this podcast. Um it's it's only a little snapshot of a podcast. Um we just uh, me and mike we're very grateful for everyone's support for the last pod and the support on the twitter and everything like that it's 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 it's, a, it's amazing to see uh, i think our next podcast we're planning on doing just a little preview will be um focusing on our uk cubs draft that we have coming up there's uh, 12 of us and it will be uh, on skype so we're going to record a few snippets and i think we're going to crunch it down you're gonna hear the highlights and probably the lowlights of player picking and stuff like that um knowing me it won't be a good draft i'm terrible when it comes to these things so if you can uh drop down your uh tips and stuff into a uh, and just tag us on on who we should be getting um for this draft it'd be great um and i i will personally go out of my way for anyone who is mentioned in the comments, good or bad, and I will happily pick them for this draft. I will—it's a promise now. I will do it. Even it will be my first picks. Whatever names are dropped, they are my first, second, and third pick. Done, dusted. Even if Mike Trout is on the table, I will pick whoever you want before him. Um, so you—you can—you can do me good or you could do me bad for this upcoming season in the draft. Um, but thank you all for listening. It was just a little snapshot one we're just, we're still trying to find ourselves with this podcast game. Uh, We're trying to change up the sound. So any more feedback or anything like that would be a tremendous. Um, We're, we're always great for you guys Uh, from, from the UK, um, at Cubs, France is great when we get interactions with you guys. Uh, And obviously all the, all the Cubs fans out in America, if, if you've just come across across this randomly, uh, we are on Twitter at Chicago at Chicago Cubs underscore UK, and just drop us a uh, follow, and we will, and maybe DM us as well, and we'll try and get back to you guys. We're always open for DMs, um, and interactions as well. We love it. We love as many people commenting us in stuff and responding to us. It's a very much we're interactive. We if anybody wants to come on the pod, we're happy for that. We, we, we thrive for this sort of stuff. Um, So just let us know. But uh, thanks for all the support you guys have been giving us. And uh, you can hear my wonderful voice in our next podcast coming up.